0: I'm Jay Wesley Lindley hosting Town with Shiloh Brock Martin. Please introduce yourself. Uh, Aaron Mabe, uh, Park Manager at Beavers Bend State Park. Welcome, Aaron. Uh, thanks for having me. It is a pleasure to have you. And this is one of those uh, interviews that uh, more than one person, but one person in particular has requested multiple times. So it's good to have you on the show. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yes, yes sir. By popular
1: demand. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So what's a park manager?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Please what it, tell us. Yeah, what,
1: is it like Parks and Recs? So yeah, like, is it like the TV show? What's the deal? <laughs> you,
2: you know, it, it kind of varies uh, park to park. What you're involved with day to day and and long term. Uh, this park, uh, this is the most highly visited state park that we've got in the state of Oklahoma, uh, and and I would I would even say Texas and and Arkansas and and probably outside of that as well. Word. Wow. So really, uh, it. it this place has become very very popular over the years
1: how, how many people are we talking as far as uh, visitation? so
2: so we go by uh, fiscal year so uh, last fiscal year we were just over 2.3 million uh, 12 month period million wow pretty incredible yeah that, that's a lot of people that's probably. a lot of people yeah. What
1: uh, <clears throat> what kind of data do you have as far as like, growth? Uh, how long have you been with, with Beaver Spin?
2: So I've been here for just over four years now.
1: So how, how much growth have we seen in those four?
2: When I first got here, I think we're at about 1.5 million. Whoa. For,
0: yeah, just over four years ago. Wow. It's grown that much in four years? That much in four years. That's tremendous. You hear those numbers and it's like, okay. All like, right. What it was yeah. versus what it is today.
1: Some perspective for the yeah. growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I would, everything's grown that much in four years, though. <laughs> very true. Very good point. Yeah, uh, tourism has grown. I mean, and how? Let's let's. I guess we can hit a spot that is kind of fading out, or feels like it's fading out today. But COVID nineteen. Let's talk about that for a second. How did that affect versus where you're seeing it today?
2: Uh, our business shot through the roof when covid hit people were looking for that kind of an outdoor experience right uh some get out of the big cities uh so many places were closing down but uh, you know our outdoor spaces were incredibly important right. to people back then and and we're still seeing that trend it, it it hasn't really died off yet and and i don't see that happening here
0: i saw a uh, I don't know I think I read it somewhere. Um, I don't remember exactly where I read it, but they talked about the fact that uh, state parks and national parks to this point in 2022 were over 90 percent of capacity. Mm-hmm. And I could see and because it, it basically said if you're used to going to one of the national parks or one of the state parks and you know having it to yourself mm-hmm. you, it's not going to be that way. It seems like everybody post COVID. Trying to get out and enjoy what they kind of took advantage of. Oh
2: yeah, we're we're still seeing it for yeah. sure.
1: Everybody's all of a sudden an outdoorsman. Yeah. You know, people are wearing like O D green pants and, and Ooh, buying shoes. the yeah. buying the crazy hiking shoes and dressing the same. You know there's a look. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't oh, they yeah. act like you do know, there's a dad look. There's a there's that I'm an outdoor dad look. Absolutely. And I have I've even found myself like, I got I got a couple pair of khaki <laughs> pants, I've got some brown boots and yeah, you know, I try to look the part, like some, a dad hat and a vest. God, I hate myself.
0: Well, tell us about managing the park. Then, uh, what all under the umbrella? Tell us, because you're not just m- managing one piece of one little part. You got a lot of a th- lot of aspects of the the park.
2: The, there are multiple aspects here. Uh, it's a large facility, so we've got the 18 hole uh, Cedar Creek Golf Course. Uh, we have Lakeview Lodge, which is soon to be renamed when it reopens <gasps> to what beavers bend lodge oh my god oh. Yeah. yeah that's a big that's big news that's big news yeah <laughs> so it's getting this huge facelift so we we wanted to come out with something something a little different absolutely uh, but uh so we, we've got uh, the the 40 room lakeview lodge uh and then you have the park uh lakeside and river bend area uh a large cabin operation so this park, uh, seeing that two point three plus million visitors a year, uh, it, it it's to the point where it's a lot like running a a small city, yeah, uh, or medium medium sized city. <laughs> we'll say you feel like a city manager at this point, I mean, it it gets that way, yeah. So uh, I I've got a great staff, uh, of all of them fantastic staff. So I've got a, a manager at Cedar Creek golf course. I've got a lodge manager, and then I have two, uh, assistant park managers, uh, they're, they're a lot more involved in the day to day to day operations. than I am, I do a lot more of the long-term planning. Uh, and then, uh, more the past few years has, has been projects, managing projects, uh, that, that we've seen here in the park.
0: Now, is that something that you've grown into, the project managing? Or do you have, like, an education for that? Or I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't. It's something that I grew into. Gotcha. So uh,
2: before here, I, I've been with, the, with Oklahoma State Parks for about 15 years now and worked at, this is, I think, the seventh one that I've worked at across Ooh, the state. Nice. Uh, I was at Robbers Cave before. We did a lot of in-house construction up there. Uh, and we do that here. Here to uh, to a what does large that mean? In, in house
0: construction.
2: Uh, so like our yurts that we built, here. which are
1: beautiful, with, so cool you, on the river.
2: Isn't that awesome? So when I came down here, we built yurts when I was at Robert's Cave. We built two of them up there uh, in house. Had a talented crew up there as well. Uh, when I came down here, I knew that I wanted to build yurts here as well. And uh, at the time, the ones at Robert's Cave really set the bar. I didn't put a single nail in those, so I don't think that that was me. But uh, when I came down here, I wanted to raise that bar with, gotcha. uh, with the, the yurt experience.
0: Well, the term yurt, um, some may not have heard a lot of that around here. I, I originally thought teepee or lean-to. What exactly is a yurt? So
2: originally it was a Mongolian tent, that's where it came from, okay. uh, just a, a round tent. And, and it is permanent. I mean, the, the ones we built here, they have just this super elaborate deck on the outside, it's really nice furniture, inside and out, uh, the inside. So it, it's a lot like you would see in a hotel, motel type room, you know, queen size bed, sleeper sofa, uh, fridge, microwave, right. uh, heat and air, all that good stuff. So some good comforts, you know. It's it's definitely not a, definitely not tent camping.
1: A luxury yurt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that.
2: Yeah, you yeah. get that feel for the outdoors, right on the river. Beautiful spot on oh, the river I, too.
1: I, I, yeah. I, when I first seen them, I was actually kayaking by, um, and I was it like t- I was kind of taken aback. I was like that that's not something that I'm used to. You right. know, like my perspective of, of the park kind of over the years have have been like a little outdated and so to see some growth and some just some cool modern you know because right now that's that's the rage you know yurts and mm-hmm. glamping and, mm-hmm. and all that that's so cool right now and i thought oh my god we're doing it yeah. we're doing right. it right yeah. and i bet it has a lot to do with this guy right here
2: well we there there's been a lot of interest down here um uh, from even, even from our Oklahoma City office and, and from legislators and lieutenant governor and governor. So it, it's, it's good to start seeing that kind of interest for us. Uh, it's good to see the growth. Uh, it's, it's good to see the, the, the funds that are being filtered down here to, uh, to not only fix some of the things that we've had, uh, but, but also to expand a little bit too, have nice. some new things.
0: Absolutely.
1: So talk about there's there's a lot of RV camping um in the park. Talk about I mean how how much how many spots do we have? Um is there a waiting list? I know a lot of people, I guess with the popularity nowadays. Are you seeing longer um you know wait times and and is there plans to expand those in the future?
2: I don't think we have any plans to expand the existing RV campgrounds that we have. Uh, not in the foreseeable future. We, we really need to fix what we've got first. We've got several campgrounds that need upgrades. It's been a long time. Um, uh, Buckeye is, uh, is, is very close to completion. That's been a long and drawn out ordeal, but, uh, but yeah, I think we're looking at probably the next, uh, maybe two weeks, uh, or less and Buckeye oh, will be man. open. Wow. So that, and, and our phone is literally ringing off the wall people see that it's so close so we just had a few tweaks to to make to it and uh it shouldn't take long how
1: many spots is that uh
2: there's going to be about 30 rv oh, sites wow. in That's there a- and those are going to be all full full hookup now so that was you know before the uh before it was shut down that was a pretty dated campground uh, it, it lacked, uh, full hookups. There was no sewer down there. Uh, I think it only had 30 amp service. So now, uh, the, the sites, the, all of them are going to have water, electric, sewer, uh, and then the electric will be 50, 50 amp uh, wow. at each one.
0: So, and Top good notch. size too. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And they'll, they'll accommodate, uh, large, large RVs So.
0: When it comes to RV spots, is there a really... I mean, you may not know a whole lot about this, or you may know everything about this now. <laughs> but is there... There's a lot of... I guess there's a difference between the pull-through. What is there a lot of both options? Or is there more than one option? Tell me... Can you break that down for us a little bit? I've heard about it recently.
2: So, uh, the... The pull throughs are for sure the most popular. Okay. Yeah,
1: for especially for someone like me who can't back a trailer. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: it, it, well, yeah, exactly. Um, but you would the, never uh,
0: admit that that was the reason why you like them.
1: Yeah. No. Edit that out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it the the pull through sites they obviously take a, a lot more space, and so we're kind of limited on on what we have sense. in some of these existing campgrounds uh to to me it's a whole lot more about quality as opposed to quantity so we some of our rv campgrounds we've even eliminated some of the sites that were there to go back in to s- spread them out a little bit uh give people some room they don't you know they they need they need that. Yeah, I mean, this is a state park. It's not a it's not a campground in Oklahoma City or something. They need that out here. So uh, we've tried to focus on that with, with anything new that we're
1: doing. And that's why they're coming. They're coming for that yeah. space, that yeah. outdoor yeah. to enjoy, not being elbow to elbow.
0: Just kind of out of curiosity, how much is your say on that type of thing? Like the on you know how much do you have? How much weight do you carry? on that decision like more quantity versus quality when it comes to campsites and those little i mean day-to-day decisions how much when it, how much of that is you versus some of you the people that uh, work for you and with you i've got quite a bit
2: of influence on that so usually the way it works we'll have a, we'll have a contractor that the agency hires for those large projects like the campground renovations so There'll be people in my Oklahoma City office that that handle uh, uh, a, a lot of our project management as well. So, but between them in my Oklahoma City office, the the uh, the contractor that gets the bid on the job, and me, we all come together and talk about this and hash out ideas and and come up with a good solution.
0: When it comes to goatees, you've probably got Tees. one of the greater great go Yeah, greater of all. I, I, so do you ha- do you own a Harley? Also, yeah, you're no, I, a biker. I, I used to, okay. not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I love it.
1: I, I didn't. It. I didn't take you as a Yamaha guy. That's <laughs> <for> sure, right. <laughs> so uh, I've got a Vespa. The, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so other other than camping, I know there's there's more to do in the park. Forest Heritage Center. There's yeah. kayaking. There's Swadley's restaurant.
0: Oh, there was. You mean oh, sorry? <laughs> there what? No. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Threw, he threw he can, you under the bus. on no, that no, one. No, 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 no. Kidding.
1: Well, in my mind, I'm walking You're through walking that through it. that True. part,
0: and that was uh, a yeah.
1: Whatever. Edit that out. Jay. No, I'm
0: not. I'm leaving it all in right now. <laughs> uh,
1: can you just talk about like as far as a visitor wanting to come to our park, like what what all do we offer?
2: Uh. Ooh. I, I didn't. I didn't make the list, but let, so we've got. Uh, you mentioned the golf course, for sure. The golf course, but I mean, I, you know, okay. Well, let's talk about some of the stuff that the park does uh, okay. first. So, uh, you mentioned the Forest Heritage Center. Absolutely love the Forest Heritage Center. Same. Agreed. What? What yes. a unique experience and something that 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 provides. Uh, an education to our visitors that are coming here about McCurtain County in yeah. this area and the park-fantastic opportunity for people, grown
0: folks, and kids alike. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Yes, uh, I remember coming here when I was a kid and and remember the Forest Area Center. Yeah. what a I, great place! Right. I have
1: a confession: I don't know that I had ever been through it until this year, really. And, and look, I come from a a line of loggers on my dad's side of the family. I'm, I'm talking like, I thought I was going to find kinfolk in the pictures. I, I had no idea that all that was there. And then being a fireman, I had no idea that there was a firefighter memorial, you know, the a wildland firefighter memorial in the, in the courtyard or whatever you want to call that. And then also I didn't know it was a circle. So I want you to know how confused I was when I ended up back in the, in the main, <laughs> I was like, Whoa, I had no idea. Like I've, I went to school in Broken Bow. We went up there and had sandwiches and played in the tennis courts and did all that. But I just, I don't know that I was ever in the Forest Heritage Center. So then to see it and yeah. to, like you said, it's, it's not just like, Hey, this is Oklahoma. Like this is McCurtain County and this is how our industry started and all this. And, 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 it was just so cool. And to see all of the vendors or, or shows or whatever you want to call them that come up there. Like the other day I went up there and seen a chuck wagon, Cooking thing. Oh, really? And ate rice pudding and biscuits from a guy m- cooking it on the fire. I'm, nice. I just we stumbled upon it. It was so freaking awesome, and like I feel like an idiot that I, Didn't neglected. Know about yeah, I neglected it. Yeah, I neglected it for years. Yeah. So now. I follow it on Facebook, so I can see that stuff. I was
0: going to say, is there a way to keep up with that type of, like the chuck wagon, for example, or you could eat some some biscuits off the stone fire? You know, that's no, so good, I right bet. out of the
1: Dutch oven.
2: So there, you've got two different entities. You you've got Oklahoma State Parks, uh, and then you also have the the Forest Heritage Center Board, uh, and and they really maintain the museum uh, uh, and, and all those dioramas that are that are in there. Uh, and then you also have Oklahoma state forestry, uh, that that's, you know, another state agency that's involved in all of this. Uh, we have developed over the, over the past, you know, four, four plus years, we've developed such a good relationship, uh, with, with both of those entities and been able to come together and do some really good things and make some fantastic upgrades to that facility. Uh, super happy about that. Uh, uh, and, and, the board, uh, forest heritage center board. Great to work with awesome. good people. Yeah. With awesome. the, the gift shop renovation, uh, that was a, a partnership between us and, and the forest heritage center board. Um, uh, some renovations on the inside, uh, new meeting spaces. Uh, you know, we, what, what we had before was, uh, well, a little bit embarrassing. Uh, what we've got now, which was an in-house project, uh, uh, my staff, uh, maintenance crew did. Uh, actually, both of those meeting spaces in the in the Forest Heritage Center have been redone. Look fantastic. Nice. Yeah, if you haven't
0: seen them, you got to go check them I out. I'm gonna check them out. Now. They are,
1: yeah, great. Sure. They are yeah. great.
0: Well, Shiloh broached the subject. Uh, wh- what is it that we could talk about when it comes to the? You know, they're they're. And you you mentioned uh, some some uh, state contracts, if you will, when it comes to the foggy bottom. I always th- why why do I always think of foggy foggy bottom boys from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I for the longest time was saying swampy bottom every time. <laughs> uh, Swadley's, Swadley's foggy, foggy. swampy. Bottom. I don't know.
0: What what can you, if anything, can you talk about, say about that exactly?
2: So, it, it, as you know, there's there's. Literally multiple investigations going on with right. that. So there's probably some that, that I probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> uh, so I can tell you uh, kind of what it, what it looks like right now and moving forward.
0: And what it looked like for your park particularly, for sure. Uh,
2: absolutely, yes. Yeah. And, and that is going to be a, a, a different situation moving forward for each parks, you know, right. they, they had, uh, there were six locations that were set up inside of Oklahoma state parks. Uh, and, and the end result, I think is going to look very different for each one. Uh, right now, uh, last week we were dealing with a lot of inventory. Uh, so we, we went through and if, if I never have to count another ketchup packet in my life, it'll be too soon. <laughs> so, uh, so we got, we got through with that, which I'm thrilled. Uh, and I know my staff is thrilled. Uh, we, we were able to donate all of that. Oh, nice. Uh, and it all stayed right here in McCurdy County. So that's awesome. a good thing. Wow. Uh, that's awesome. Yesterday, we took all of the cold and frozen food. We wanted to get it out of there as quickly as we possibly could. We got all the seals of approval uh, yesterday about noon, and we were loading it up about 1 o'clock. Uh, so it went to hand to hand uh, 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 here in Curtin County. Uh, Hayworth. Nice. Yeah, they're located in Hayworth. Awesome. So it's, it went there. There's still quite a bit. It was two vans full. They look like lowriders as they were leaving the parking lot. Wow. So they were loaded down. Uh, got that to them. Uh, there's still quite a bit, though, uh, the canned goods, you know, dry goods, things like that. So all that's going to them. We just, we've
0: got a little bit of time now. Gotcha. Uh, but
2: uh, we'll get it to them this week.
0: Obviously, it's way too soon to say. But uh, you would think uh, another restaurant would go in that place, that lo- location? Absolutely. Okay. So uh,
2: over, I can tell you over the the course of the last, uh, well, since last Monday, uh, I, I know I have had a pretty considerable amount of interest in that restaurant uh, from from business owners. Uh, I know uh, my Oklahoma City office; they've gotten phone calls and emails. A lot of interest with this location for sure, more so than any of the other uh, locations. I've seen a
0: couple of locals that have uh, expressed interest on social media, so I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I could Im- I can only imagine being in your shoes, all the phone calls you're getting.
2: It'll it'll be hard to pick one. Yeah, that, that's likely going to be
0: the difficulty. What well, would be the process even to picking one? Yeah, you know I mean that, that's got to be daunting in itself, right?
2: Well, for one, we're gonna we're gonna go the the appropriate yeah right yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the legal one and that doesn't have a,
1: an investigation to follow. <laughs> I, I'm actually launching my goal. own investigation. Um, and maybe you can help me out being that you could be my guy on the inside, but I want the <laughs> recipe for the squash balls. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> <do you laughs> want em? Yeah, those are good. I want them and I want to know, I want to know what kind of sweet tea they're brewing. I about, didn't even
2: have, there's like insider information. Right? Yeah, oh, that
1: stuff's delicious. And, and you know, there was a lot of um, there was a, there was concerns from day one locally and all that aside that it was a, it was a cool addition to the park. It was. Um, it was an upgrade for sure. Even though, and let me say that the restaurant before was great, but aesthetically, just just the renovations, it, it was a great addition, and and yes. I'm looking forward to to it staying that way in the and, future. And, whoever comes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
2: Same, yeah, it, you know that's the good thing. We've got a a, a fantastic, brand new facility there in the park, uh, and and we will have a new vendor in there. I think what we're looking at, and and this is just kind of an estimate, but I would say it, it won't be the unfortunately it won't be the summer. Uh, oh, that hurts. Yeah, it does. It hurts. So I, I I'm hoping to find. Uh, some, uh, maybe at least a couple of different food trucks yeah. that want to come in and set up uh, and operate there out of the Very park, cool. at least if nothing else, over this summer to get us through. Uh, a- as far as the actual solicitation for the restaurant, my understanding is it's all going to go out at the same time uh, for all six locations. We are not looking for one person or one organization to run all six of them. We're looking at individual operators at, at all six of these locations inside of Oklahoma that State makes Parks. Nothing. Makes a lot more sense yeah. for sure. So uh, it, it's a lengthy process. We, we are, as an agency, we are putting everything else on hold when it comes to concession operations or any potential concessionaires that right. were kind of hanging out there. All that's put on hold and all of our focus is being put on these these six restaurants and getting those out to bid, going through the process, and making a good selection um, for each
0: one. Now, so can I say then, for those that are speculating on social media, that ties, it, that ties a lot up, actually, right there. So, yeah. I mean, you're so not going to have an immediate fix no. because we... Not no no knock, but this is a state agency. No, <laughs> there are hoops you have to jump through. It's not because yeah. you're just slow. It's that you have to do it a certain way. The good old boy system might slow. have
1: burn us once. <laughs> so, uh,
2: and and this is just a, a ballpark. I would say we'd probably be looking at fall before we have a restaurant down there,
0: okay. and that's just,
1: just in time for some beautiful foliage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Another yeah. another season that's yeah. now being enjoyed. In Hochitown. Imagine. We used to be seasonal in the sense of summer only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy?
1: So, uh, kind of, you know, on the topic of restaurants, and, and obviously that's revenue for the park. Revenue in general from, from all things happening in the park. How much of that stays here and gets to go towards new projects? Um, is it a, a, large, a large sum is staying? I've heard, like, the parking passes that a lot of people were upset about, all of that money stays? Is that kind of same with all the vendors, or how does that break, out, break down?
2: So it, it, it's a few different avenues looking at revenue. So uh, all revenue from Oklahoma State Parks goes into a revolving fund. So that revolving fund is what we use as an agency to operate off of the next fiscal year. So, most of our facilities are not revenue producing, or let's say in the black at the end of the year. Gotcha. Uh, there's 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 only a couple of them that are. Uh, so we also rely on appropriated dollars, uh, taxpayer money from the the that from the legislators that uh, that get handed out to us or our agency. So, uh, but mostly it, it is the revolving fund re- right. the revenue production that we've gone through. So, um, so you know what
0: you have to spend?
2: We know we, well, for the, for the most part, right. yes, we know what we have to spend. So yes, yeah, so Beavers Bend State Park is in the black every year. Uh, we are self-sufficient when you compare our revenue to our, uh, to our operations budget that doesn't really factor in uh capital projects so like this massive renovation at the lodge uh the the group camp renovation that, that we're going through right now things like that are not factored into a normal operations budget that's hmm. that's in addition to so those are uh, capital improvement uh, uh, project uh, funds that, that that our agency gets yeah. so and we've been lucky enough to get uh to get quite a bit of that filtered down here nice. uh the past several years so uh, the parking pass is is kind of a different animal uh the parking pass money 100 percent of that does stay here everything collected here stays here uh that was our selling point from the beginning and my thought process with that, you know, if, if you're staying inside Beavers Bend State Park, if you're staying at a tent site, an RV site, in a cabin or up at the lodge or in a yurt, you don't have to pay that. You're staying here overnight and it's, that cost is included in your overnight fee. Gotcha. So really it's just primarily uh, targeting our day use visitors, which we have an abundance of here. So my thought process with, uh, with, with all of this has been, we need to make improvements that are going to be a benefit to our day users as well as anybody else. Uh, the swim beach at the river, uh, that, that was completely funded out of parking pass money. And that's all day users that are using that. Right. Uh, the vault toilets that we put in and replaced the really scary outhouses that we had before <laughs> so that scary. no one wanted to go into. Yeah. So we, we got, uh, we got brand new. It was uh, 10 of them total, uh, really nice CXT vault toilets. They're still vault toilets, but they're uh, uh, definitely an upgrade from what right. we had before a little less scary. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you uh, on the revenue production. So last fiscal year was our first uh, our first full year that we had that we implemented the parking pass program, and the, so that fiscal year we generated about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars just here. At Whoa!
1: Whoa! And, what?
2: And you have to consider the you know the the first quarter of that we we weren't even enforcing it it was it was more about education right you know Awareness. we were not we were not doing citations or, uh, or i mean we were we were just telling people hey we've got a new process uh this is what we're doing now our compliance was low for a good while uh, but even with that um we, we still ended up generating seven seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars this fiscal year, which ends June thirtieth, uh, this year uh, will be will be right at probably a, a little in excess of a million for this fiscal year. And Like I said before, all that stays here. So wow.
1: all of the good that. improvements, yeah. So all you complainers, <laughs> yeah, that you can't go to your state park, it stays here. If you are not money, willing though. to make a donation, yeah, to to the betterment, stay your butt at home.
2: Well, and, and kind of getting back to what I was saying before is, you know, wanting to, to make these improvements in the areas that, are, that need it, uh, where our day-use populations, you know, those locations that, that they're going to be using, uh, as well as plenty of other people as well. I also see, uh, I also see comments on Beavers Bend State Park. Uh, we, we really push that uh, for, for feedback, you know, customer feedback. And, uh, and so the route we've taken with some of these decisions has, has been based off of those comments. Uh, the bathrooms, right. that was a huge thing. Uh, the, and their, their scariness and their, yes, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Their scariness, <laughs> that part of it, uh, getting those, those outdated buildings, uh, getting them replaced, uh, we've got a we've got a, a dedicated crew now that just cleans bathrooms. That's all they do. There, it's three full-time employees, and they just drive around and clean bathrooms. Wow, for forty hours a week. So expect each. clean bathrooms. That, right? they're, they're you know, it, you can clean one and leave, and in thirty minutes <laughs> it's dirty <laughs> again. But you know what? They they've done a great job, right. and it, it, I mean I've seen the improvement that that's made. Uh, but yeah, I mean that, that was that was our number one complaint that we
0: had was our, our, our bathrooms. Uh, well, you could tell a three day clean and a thirty day clean in a bathroom any day of the week. Yeah. I promise sure. you. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's I guarantee.
1: You. And for those of you out there, uh, just remember aim small, miss small, and please stay seated for the entirety of your, sure, of your for the ride.
2: We, we aim to please. Yeah you aim to yes please. Please. <laughs> please that's that's right i love
1: it. I, I just can't understand the, the people who treat other bathrooms any different than their own like exactly. i just treat all bathrooms the same right. and there are some people that don't and i want to know i'm like how did you get it there how
0: well i do have a question uh choctaw nation is a huge entity up here especially uh growth wise how do you guys work uh, you know do you have a good relationship with any one anyone in particular? do you work uh, as a whole together? Well, how does that work out?
2: You know we have up up to date we have not had any kind of a, a partnership really with them uh, as as far as you know from a project right. standpoint uh, i I fully expect that to change. Uh, I, i've I've met chief batten several times over the past four years super great guy I mean it's obvious he's got a lot of interest here yeah. um, and, and I think with their development and, and, and what they're doing I can see something happening between us at, at some point in the not too distant future for sure and I, I'd be excited for it nice
0: when it comes to state park oh it's your turn I'm sorry. Jumping all over you? No, go no, I mean, no, no. Seriously.
1: Uh, so can you just, um, just probably for people who don't know, and then maybe for those who look forward to it on a on an annual basis, can you talk about the Ojita Festival and Ooh. and that partnership? Wow.
2: Yeah. So, and and that that was definitely one thing that that COVID has affected uh the, these past couple of years. Uh. It. it, it Essentially, this past year, it was uh, it was kind of scaled down to just the concert. Uh, this this coming year, we're looking at uh, doing just the 5k, if I'm not mistaken. So what we're looking at next year is to try to revamp and and spark some interest uh, back in this event. Unfortunately, the interest in it has 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 just started to dwindle over the past several years. It, it's a
1: been it's been a hard
0: it, it's waning.
1: Yeah, it's well, waning. and, and not and not to any fault other than nature. I mean, the exactly. flooding really hurt it. Yep. The, the COVID. I mean, the year that it was in the Broken Bow City Park had to have had to have been detrimental and then COVID. I mean, it's so gonna,
0: it's going to be there again this year and I think they're pre- they're well prepared for it this year.
1: Oh, it's going okay. to be in the
0: no, 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 no. I'm sorry, not. I'm sorry, not Oachita. I apologize. There is an event that is usually in the city in the uh, state park that is going to be in the city park this year, and that's that uh, uh, Rod Run, the Beavers Oh, bend. Okay, the okay, Beavers okay, been cool, cool, Rod cool. Run normally. Sorry, I apologize because everything's under
2: construction. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Well, and, exactly.
1: And that was kind of the case with to last year. I, right. I actually didn't didn't do any due diligence to research it, so I'm just like wandered down to Oachita and run into a barricade that was reminded me about my high viz and hard hat. And first of all, as a safety guy, I'm like, I see you. I see you contractor. Do you? <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited. Um, you know, the renovations will only help Oachita be better. I would just tell you for future reference for, for the, you know, when, when Oachita makes its grand comeback that uh, the Turnpike Troubadours did just get back together, so I don't know if that's something we want to look at. But uh, I, I heard that yeah. I went, yeah. I went to Fort Worth and oh, seen yeah. them the other day, and just as good as ever.
0: And I think the lobby we have here, uh, we could probably get them to come play. Yeah, oh,
1: I'll start working on it right now. Right because now, do you know what kind of awesome event out. that would be? Sold out. I mean, bringing bringing you know a band that has so many roots in McCurtain County back for a festival that has so much McCurtain County. Roots. Exactly.
0: Roots. exactly. Yes. Yeah.
1: We just did something right yeah, here. I think we just, we just built that. Duly, duly noted. We're, uh, <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll, be, yeah, we'll be in touch to, to, to just open up two more positions on that board. We'll yeah. be there.
2: <laughs> Done. I love it. It's I just, just I I it's love
1: that stuff. festival and I've been, yeah. I've been curious to to really well, talk about it. And
0: I think I think um I think it has its I I think it has its place and will for as long as you and the rest of us are going to be around. But uh, you're right. I think I think th- things need to change. There are some uh, revamps, some things that and I I think the people that are in charge of that are definitely uh working towards of making that happen for sure
2: there's been a lot of challenges with it over over the past especially more recent years yeah. and you know I, I think back at its roots it was it was an event from McCurtain County yeah. and, and the people who lived here fast forwarding to to today uh, you know that that event had, had historically uh, historically taken place in June this place is overran mm-hmm. in June and if if you want to get locals to come out to an event like that, you need a different time frame for it when it's a little slower pace. That's a good point. So I, even that would, would be.
0: And there's absolutely a place for a festival in June that could cater to the lo, to the not to locals. Excuse me, to the people that are visiting. Totally, as a radio DJ, as a person who's been a part of festivals and concerts and events for my you know my entire professional career we have an untapped resource in a festival i'm down for we that. could do some real big stuff here uh,
1: can i just say the june uh, oachita was very hot so yes. when the decision hot and sweaty. was announced to change it to a cooler date i was so down with that you weren't that. upset with it i'm a big boy for yeah. those of you who only know me by the sound of my voice <laughs> I want you to know I'm 250 pounds of pure steel and sex appeal, and I was so happy to know that it was changing to a cooler date.
2: I think that was a, our biggest complaint. Yeah. It
0: was, it was just the heat. Yeah. yeah. Good point.
1: That's probably why I kept thinking that Swadley's was called Swampy Bottom, because that's all I had when I was down there was some Swampy Bottom.
2: I love it. I love it. So I'll tell you uh and I should have added this in with uh with the parking pass information and and just a little bit of comparison with other facilities other other state park facilities. So uh I know I already told you, you know, this is the most highly visited state park that we've got in Oklahoma uh and that's not by just a little. That's by a lot. Yeah. Uh since we implemented the parking pass program that is that is the most accurate measure of visitation that we have so for any oklahoma state parks so since we implemented this program uh, almost 2 years ago now uh, every month beavers bend has been the number one revenue producer for that parking pass program uh it, and it's been by a, a, a pretty good amount so you can take, and I'll just tell you this, so last fiscal year and the fiscal year that we're in right now, you can take the number two park, the number three park, the number four park, and the number five park and add those together, and it still doesn't equal what we've generated in the wow. Park and Pass program.
1: And there's only one park left, right? theres there six parks? <laughs> no, there was six restaurants. That's sorry, right, six <laughs> restaurants. Okay, I was going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> How many total parks, state parks are there?
2: So we have got thirty
1: oh, state parks. Oh gosh, I would not have guessed that thirty had, uh, state
2: park managers. Uh, probably a little less than that uh, because some of our managers are op- over multiple, like some smaller state oh, that makes parks. Sense. You
0: yeah, got to have that. That was one question I did want to ask earlier. You got to have the most sought after state park manager job oh, in the state. Oh yeah, you for know sure. What I
2: mean? So and 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 Dogeboro, I, I loved it been at robber's cave absolutely uh, that was a, a great location i was there for five years uh i'd still be up there if this job hadn't, op- uh, hadn't have opened up um but no i i knew what beaver's bend was i mean this is this is the definition of an oklahoma state park nice. and uh the the park manager that was here before uh Jim Miller. I knew one of two things. Either he was going to have to retire or I was going to have to kill him. One of the, one of the two.
1: <laughs> and his murder and, is still being investigated. It, so.
0: OSBI, oh, you hear that? No. no. But, yeah, uh, uh, I talked to, we talked to Tony um, from the Choctaw Nation, and he, we talked about the fact that his area is a very, you know, it's, it, it's kind of it, every, all eyes are on this area. So I imagine amongst, amongst the folks that you work with, the other state park managers, people you rub elbows with, they're all looking at you like, what's going on in this area? You know what I mean? What are you doing this week versus what they may not have as, as interesting of jobs at the state parks?
2: Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, the, and this is a challenging location, you know, right. and it, just like we were saying, you know, 2.3, a little over 2.3 million people last year. It's going to be easily over $2.5 million this fiscal year. This park was never designed to have that many people in it. Right. Traffic, parking locations, things that were not ever uh, thought would be an issue back then are, are, are major issues for us now. I feel like we've done a pretty good job at trying to manage that and, and add some new areas, uh, uh it, it, adding on to our, our parking areas which there's still plenty of that that needs to be done uh but i'm i'm hopeful we'll get there uh, uh, uh sooner than later
0: well, we, we talk do you have something sorry i'm jumping little okay we talk I just a, like
1: to look at you when you talk we've never had this, this type of miscommunication <laughs> no, this you're is, like wait is it you? you're making
0: us nervous no it's the goatee um, it is it's, it's, it's the magnificence of it but uh we talk about infrastructure a lot here. And you just made that statement about the infrastructure of the park. Is that something that, let's start with, do you have to work with ODOT about because it's within, I mean, uh, or how does that work for you, infrastructure? Uh,
2: partially working with ODOT. So uh, that was actually another agency that we've we've developed uh, and just an amazing relationship with. Uh, They're local guys here, well, from local all the way up to the Oklahoma City office uh gotten to know them a lot better. Uh we had a partnership with them uh not long ago to uh to to repave uh the two well starting out it was two fifty nine A uh which is just one big loop that comes back out to two fifty nine. So I had approached them a couple of years ago about uh a partnership 259A is a state highway, and, and ultimately is their responsibility for okay. maintaining, uh, uh, funding anything. And that's the loop. That, that's the loop okay. that goes through the River Bend area. So, I approached them, and and asked them if they would be interested in a partnership. If we, if we funded the material, the asphalt, if they would be interested in doing a road resurface uh, for all of 259A. Which would be beneficial to both of us. Yeah, uh, and then also to do a road resurface on uh, Stevens Gap uh, and Carson Creek. We talked about the golf course road as well. It's it's absolutely terrible, treacherous. Uh, it the whole thing needs to be milled and of and course and a new road put down. But uh,
0: that's a lot of money because it's a long road. <laughs>
2: that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and honestly, you know, from ODOT's perspective, you know, they, they, they can do a lot of in-house uh, work here. They can do in-house road resurfacing, but when it comes to completely milling a road uh, and then putting a new road down, they usually bid those jobs out. Right. That's why that road was left out of this partnership. Uh, but we ended up uh we did go with uh so all of Carson Creek, all of Stevens Gap and all of 259A which total is is somewhere around 19 miles of, of roadway uh that that was all resurfaced brand new road it looks fantastic ODOT and their crew did such a great job on that yeah um but that that was in if, if we would have bid that out that would have been about a million dollars a mile yeah
0: that's what I'll say one to 1.2 million dollars a mile depending on when you bid it yeah, out exactly. exactly yes sir
2: and it does fluctuate right. you know, price asphalt but but yeah that's that's pretty accurate uh, one to 1.2 million a mile uh, I think that what, what that cost my agency was about one 0.7 million, 1.8 somewhere Total. in there. So for nineteen miles, huge wow. win. I mean, huge win, win for us. Yeah. Huge
0: win for Odot. Uh, and and and, 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 and our, my buddies yes. and I love riding our motorcycles on the smooth blacktop, baby. Ah, seriously, yeah, seriously. I mean, those you get those curves with that smooth blacktop. You, I mean, there's a lot of people. The Talamina Drive, they take mm-hmm. that for. They also take that little, uh, you, that little horseshoe, if you yeah. will, because yeah. it's a beautiful scenic. Smooth drive. Oh yeah, yeah. So.
1: yeah. I take my Segway down there.
0: No, do no. you? I take my Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, big shout out to Host Town Distilling Company. Anything else do we that you wanted to cover? No, uh, this has been fun. I'm sure there's plenty. It has oh, been yeah. fun. I,
1: I think that you, and now that we've created this relationship, like you definitely should and need to be a reoccurring guest, just to yeah, just to probably talk about like what's coming up you know ever so often because like quarterly that, yeah i mean that's a big like you said that's a that's a big place and you're always doing something and and our goal in this podcast is just to get the word out there like when people come to this area like what can they do and where can they do it right. and and i think that you're a, you're a big player in this game up here
2: no, I'm, I'm honored to, to be here, and I, I certainly appreciate y'all asking me to, to come on the show. I feel like I've made the big time now, like <laughs> being <sighs> on hosting Town with Jay and Charlotte.
0: I mean, no. that's, uh, no. that's pretty awesome. You make us feel good. Come on oh, <laughs> now. Now, one thing we didn't get to early on, and we often do, start off with is tell us about your family, uh, your upbringing, uh, how, where where you're from. You know, you, you got family at home, obviously. Tell us oh, a little yeah. about your family.
2: So, uh, beautiful wife. Uh, Rachel, I've got three kiddos. Uh, they all go to Broken Bow schools. Uh, they're savages. Great school system. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, the wife and I are both uh, from Ardmore. Okay. Uh, born and raised in Ardmore uh we went to ada uh to go to college the east central tigers
1: that's yeah. where we're done awesome. here One that's of those... what we're done here <laughs> <laughs> pull the plug yeah yeah southeastern
0: Southeastern. but my wife is a tiger and two of yeah. my children are tigers so i yeah. i he he has to you know be on the other side of that uh what is that those tags the uh split the split house tag what are those divided house
1: divided yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed Ada, yeah. I was, I was there for four years, uh, had a great time, learned a little bit, I guess. What'd yeah, you study?
1: Criminal yeah. justice. Criminal oh, justice. Wow. And so, I mean, that's just on par with park manager. Is it? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, back then, uh, and this, like so like I said, i am been with the agency 15, uh, 15 years now, so back at that time... Uh, Oklahoma State Parks were were taking park rangers and promoting them through the ranks, and then putting them into management uh, 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 management capacity. Right. That's not really the case anymore. Uh, there's there's very few of the the ranger managers that are left. But I'm still certified, and, and, and
1: you're so you started as a ranger.
2: Started as a ranger, yeah. Wow, that's man, awesome. I started. I was I was uh, low man on the totem pole, uh, entry level park ranger up at Tenkiller State Park. No Lake kidding. Tenkiller. Lake Tenkiller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it up there. Uh, kind of worked through the ranks. Uh, became a lieutenant park ranger. Uh, at that time, I was over the ranger operations at Tenkiller, Greenleaf, and Cherokee Landing State Parks. Uh, I got my first man- management job at, uh, uh, well, about as far southwest Oklahoma as you can possibly go, uh, Great Plains State Park, in between Lawton and Altus. Nice. There for about a year, and then I went to Robert's Cave and, and managed it. Wow.
1: I thought Audmore was as far southwest as you could go <laughs> in Oklahoma. It gets a lot flatter. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, more sand? And a lot flatter. I've, I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm so, like, uncultured... Or I was so uncultured that when I... Thought up when I was moving to Durant to go to Southeastern Oklahoma State University. Like, I thought that was near Texas, like, mm. as far as like, right, the Panhandle yeah. of Texas, not Denison. Mm. And I couldn't understand, like, why are they called Southeast? Like, I'm from Southeastern Oklahoma. Right. Who are these clowns? Yeah, Tom then, is then, Southeastern yeah, Oklahoma. We then know. I've seen a map and I was like, oh, there's still a lot of real estate <laughs> between here and the Panhandle of Texas.
2: Quite a bit. <laughs> It was so, a good place out there.
1: Does does Bruce and Carter know that the management thing is off the board? Because I feel like Bruce and Carter are still working to take your spot. Maybe <laughs> we should tell them.
2: You know, I I could see Bruce taking my
1: Same. spot for sure. Well, not, not to not, yeah, not to hit Carter. Yeah. Carter. Well, and not to, and not Car- to dime me maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Carter has been known to use a bath bomb. Oh, and that's hilarious. Any grown man using a bath bomb, I can't trust to run in my state park.
2: I've now, I've heard those <laughs> stories. Yeah. It is what it is. Hey. I told
1: I told off.
2: The
0: fizzies feel good.
1: <laughs> Jay, you're also not going to be running the state <laughs> park. You're off the I just I'm marking you off.
0: Can we count on you at least to come back uh, at least one more time? I would love to chat with back. us. To, was a good enough yeah. time for you then? Yeah, it was I a, love it, it was great. Big shout out to Hocha Talent Distilling Company. They are our sponsors. They've been doing this for 7 years. That's distilling, my friends. Make sure you get some bourbon. There's three different types. We all each have our favorites. Well, you've been sipping on the uh,
1: the small batch select. Small batch, it's fantastic. This
0: they know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh man. man. Yeah. And shout out to Mitch McDaniel yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, shout man. out, man. Lost, way, lost way too soon. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't check out that podcast, uh, it's called uh, a tribute to Mitch. It's, yeah. Uh, I didn't
1: get to make that one, and not we to missed get you, crazy, but. Rip Mitch, man. You you were awesome. Yeah. Uh I wasn't a bourbon guy before I met Mitch and Blue. Exactly. I'm a bourbon guy now. I and, thought uh, I was a bourbon
0: guy. I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't. Until I was.
1: I, I wasn't at all. Matter of fact, I hated it. I thought I hated it because I didn't know. I was drinking. You didn't cheap, know how to drink. I was drinking cheap whiskey. I wasn't drinking bourbon. Good point. Uh. So shout out to the just the whole McDaniel family, man. Yep. All, they're awesome. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Huge awesome. loss here for uh for Distillery and and. For the community That's right. as a whole. That's right.
0: But the community has come together as, uh, what is it, motivated by, hashtag motivated by Mitch. Yeah. So yeah. we appreciate that. But again, Hochatown Distilling Company, Mount Fork Brewery, big shout out. Also, Laura Lindley, attorney of law, and Keller Williams, sponsors of this podcast. That's going to do it. Until the next time, I'm Jay Wesley Lindley, hosting Hoshetown with Shiloh Brock Martin. Peace.